letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With today's WCCO All Local, I'm Rusty Ray. Today's stories include a warning about drinking and driving on Super Bowl weekend, a major drug and weapons bust in Hennepin County, and how Minnesota is stepping up to help earthquake victims in Turkey. This is breaking news from News Talk 830 WCCO. A tragic day in St. Paul where a student was stabbed to death at school. It happened at Harding High School on the city's east side around noon today. WCCO's Rusty Ray is in St. Paul and joins us with the very latest. Rusty? St. Paul police say the city's first homicide of 2023 happened Friday morning inside Harding High School. Officers responded at 1146 to a call of a stabbing, and they found staff members rendering first aid to a 15-year-old boy they say had been stabbed. He later died at Regions Hospital. Police were able to locate and arrest a 16-year-old boy at the school who they believe was responsible for the stabbing. Police say both boys were students at Harding High School, and they say that they remained on scene as students were eventually dismissed early Friday afternoon. The investigation continues as police are looking at social media and talking to students to try to figure out what led to the stabbing on Friday. I'm Laura Oaks. The state health department is urging employees of the federal ammunition plant in Anoka to have their children tested for lead exposure. Officials say four children recently were found to have elevated lead levels in their blood due to exposure to lead dust that their family members accidentally brought home on their clothes. The health department says the company has yet to make sufficient changes to reduce the risk of take-home lead dust. Federal ammunition uses lead to make ammunition for firearms. Health officials say exposure to lead can damage a child's brain and nervous system. It's one of the biggest party days of the year, but the state patrol says have a plan if you're going to drink on Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday could get you into super big trouble if you choose to drink and drive. So the last seven Super Bowl weekends we've had, and that's from a Friday through Monday morning, we've had over 1,900 DWI arrests. That's Lieutenant Gordon Shank with the Minnesota State Patrol. He says their message headed into Sunday's big game is simple. We really do. We want people to enjoy this. It's a great time to get together with your friends and family, and it's a great time to enjoy a great football game, but we want you to make sure that you do it safely. And planning ahead can be the difference between life and death. We're here to say we're not going to tolerate it. Make sure you plan ahead, and if you don't, expect that you're going to get stopped and you're going to get arrested for DWIs. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. Minnesota law enforcement officers will now officially fall under stricter scrutiny to make sure they're not part of extremist groups or are in other situations to provoke or promote racism. The Peace Officer Standards and Training Board officially adopted the rules at a specially called meeting Thursday. Hennepin County Sheriff Dewana Witt told Adam and Jordano on WCCO this helps everybody in the state. I would like to think that everybody is doing their job because you know what happens at one department, whether it's small or large, it affects us all. She also reiterated the pool of available candidates for officer and deputies jobs continues to shrink, another factor hers and other departments continue to face. I'm Mark Fry. Pinar Bashkave is president of the Turkish American Association of Minnesota. The disaster itself is really devastating, very heartbreaking. We are feeling tied up. We would like to help. Minnesota's Turkish American community is rallying together this weekend to raise money and collect items such as diapers, women's hygiene products, baby formula, and even children in youth fleece pajamas to send to Turkey. Right now in that southeastern region of Turkey, uh, there are harsh winter conditions. The weather is really cold. 
Monetary donations can be dropped off at Medbox Grill in Chanhassen from 5 until 9 tonight. Other items may be dropped off at the same location through Sunday evening. As the state legislature continues to debate recreational marijuana at the state capitol, former Governor Jesse Ventura spoke about support of cannabis. Here's WCCO's Al Shock. Former Governor Jesse Ventura testified before a Senate committee that's considering legalizing recreational marijuana in the state. Ventura told the committee marijuana was the only thing that stopped seizures his wife Terry began having about 10 years ago. They put her on four different seizure medicines. First one did not work. First two did not work. Third one did not work. Fourth one did not work. All had bad side effects. In desperation, we broke the law. My wife took the first three drops under the tongue and has not had a seizure since. None. Marijuana cannabis stopped the seizures. Not our medicine. Now what did we face? I had to break the law. My friends had to send it to me. In Minnesota. Ventura has long supported the legislation of recreational marijuana. He told the panel that he was the one who started this conversation years ago. I'm Steve Simpson. Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterback Brett Favre has filed defamation lawsuits against two football players turned commentators. Favre accuses Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee of making false statements about him on national sports broadcasts. Favre is being sued by the state of Mississippi in connection with the misspending of welfare money. He's among those being sued by that state to recover funds that were misspent through the Temporary Assistance for Needy Families program. The one-time Vikings quarterback denies any wrongdoing and is also suing Mississippi's state auditor. So far, he's not faced any criminal charges. And it may have taken a little longer than fans wanted or expected, but Anthony Edwards is an NBA All-Star. Head coach Chris Finch broke the news to Ant and the team at shoot-around this morning in Memphis. Well, we actually were able to add two All-Stars this year. League called Anthony Edwards. Edwards added to the 2023 NBA All-Star Game as an injury replacement. He's the eighth player in Timberwolves franchise history to earn a spot on the All-Star squad. That All-Star Game coming up February 19th. Meanwhile, the Timberwolves are getting ready to play the Memphis Grizzlies tonight with a new point guard after the trade of D'Angelo Russell. President of Basketball Operations Tim Connolly talked about adding his veteran presence to the team. I mean, Mike's one of the kind of elite setup guards we've seen in the league over the last you know decade plus. I think he's as his game has evolved as he's aged, he's become um, even more kind of adept as a game manager. We're, we're hopeful and confident he's going to help all the guys. Certainly, um, he's seen everything. And with that, there's going to be a, a lot of trust that coach places in him. And um, we're excited to see what he looks like with uh, his new teammates. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or on the Odyssey app. Make it a great Friday and a great weekend. I'm Rusty Ray, News Talk 830 WCCO.